Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. How to heal a heartbreak. My name is Florence Barkway, and you might know me from the Fucks Given podcast and Come Curious. Welcome back, everyone. I really hope that you all enjoyed my episode yesterday with my mother, and I hope you all got something from it. Today, I have another episode that is super close to my heart. I invited a couple of my really close friends onto the podcast to talk about their experience with heartbreak and the advice that they would give to their friends or the advice that they would want to be given by their friends. We basically just had a very general discussion about heartbreak and our own experiences and we might have over-recorded a little bit because, wow, um, when you get your friends in a room together talking about something like heartbreak, there is a lot to talk about. There is certainly a lot to talk about. So I invited my friends Lou, Jasmine and Teo Youssef onto the podcast to talk to me about their heartbreaks. The reason why I wanted to invite my friends on to the podcast is because I feel like some of the, obviously the first advice that you get from anyone when it comes to heartbreak is from your friends. You reach out to your friends first and foremost, which is, um, I don't know why this is the last episode, but maybe it's quite nice that it's the last episode because I think you got everything that you hadn't had already first. And now we're, we're sort of looking back and we're reflecting on our own experiences and kind of getting that really real, um, that really real truthful, um, advice from from your nearest and dearest um and I think what's really interesting about this episode as well is that we really delve into how everyone heals and 
learns and deals with heartbreak differently, especially when it comes to uh, gender as well. I think it was really interesting to get two different perspectives onto on this show about heartbreak when it when it comes to friends because I think because of the way that we have grown up in society um the way that different genders deal with heartbreak is different um and I think especially when it comes to masculinity um it's really hard to kind of show emotion and really um, express your feelings and that's why I really found Teo's story so interesting. I also have experienced with that that I find quite confusing and kind of hard to deal with um, both in this latest heartbreak and my breakup last year when both of the sort of ruptures were happening and there were the tears and I was really over emotional and I was crying um, my partners didn't even shed a tear and they both said to me actually just because I am not crying or just because it looks like I'm not showing emotion doesn't mean that I am not hurting and I thought like when I look back on that I find that kind of sad in a way like I feel like what what is it to not release these emotions and why are we keeping them inside and it's because we are taught fundamentally like from a young age where we're told we're not taught this is right because it's not right certainly is that boys don't cry it's also quite traumatic as well being on the end of a breakup where you're like I'm hurting so much I have tears streaming out my eyes and I don't know like what to do with these feelings like they're just pouring out of me and then the person on the other end shows nothing and you're like does this mean nothing to you and it's hard it's hard not to see your own feelings and your own pain reflected in that other person especially when they they tell you they're like just because I don't show it doesn't mean that it's not hurting and it's like but really though like it's re- it's really hard to accept the fact that they are going through the same thing when you can't see it in front of you. But I think this is the same case with a lot of the way that we all deal with heartbreak. Some people are some people show it like quite outwardly and some people really do internalize all these feelings and both types of heartbreak are completely equal and valid and they you're all like everyone's going through the same emotions even if they aren't outwardly showing it doesn't mean that they are not showing the feelings. But anyway, that was a little bit of a segue into a different thing altogether, away from what I wanted to get out of Advice from a Friends episode. But I think also when talking to friends, uh, talking to close friends, talking to housemates, etc., like I sometimes found the advice that I was given by friends quite hard because a lot of the time people just reflect on their own experiences and project their own experiences onto you so they don't want you to go through the same hurt that they went through so they'll say things that might seem quite abrupt or 
sort of, sort of like, well, if if like if he wanted to be with you, like he would just be with you. It's it's that simple. Like he just doesn't. It's not that he doesn't want a relationship. It's that he doesn't want to be with you. And like a couple of, I got this ad, this advice, or like I don't even know if it's advice, but like a couple of friends said this to me, and it never sat right with me when they said it and it made me really question like okay let's look let's look deeper into what we want when it comes to advice from our friends like what is best is it best to get like the blunt advice do we need that or do we need like the nurturing that we like would get as if like talking to a child that is heartbroken so let's delve into my friends heartbreaks and their advice Friends. Just friends talking about breakups. Friends. <laughs> I'm actually really excited to have you both here. This is like the penultimate episode of this whole podcast journey. And it's a special one because I think everyone can really relate to their friends giving them advice after a heartbreak. So I have my friend Lou Jasmine here and Teo. Thank you for being here. Sup, sup, sup. Welcome. <laughs> what? So, what? You want us to give you advice? <laughs> I don't I didn't think I was. I, I mean, I ain't got any advice to give you. I think you, you're a grown ass woman, isn't it? You can. You, you got everything that you need. You're strong, independent. You know, you got everything. But we've all gone through heartbreaks, right? So we all can share our experiences and give the listeners advice, right? It's all about that. You you must have gone through heartbreak, right? One hundred percent. Yeah. Have you have you Teo? Yeah, yeah. And if someone said that they didn't, they would be lying. 100%. Liars. Yeah. Well, you know what? Like I've this heartbreak that I've gone through this year, I feel like is my first proper heartbreak. So, like I think like. I mean, yeah. We've had chats though. We've had chats, babe. We, you know, what about when you were like 16, 15 and the boys that you fancied? And Is that, that like real out? heartbreak? Well, though. it's real at the time, yeah. really. Because don't forget, there might be some 16 year olds listening right now. And if this we're is saying, very true. And we're saying, oh, don't worry, what you're going through right now is nothing. <laughs> I mean, it isn't compared, but. <laughs> I'm just saying, big man, you were in a relationship for like, what, five years recently? And you just got no one saw enough. I did not say first breakup, I said first heartbreak. Okay. okay. Because my, like, what I experienced after that four and a half year relationship was different. But it was still heartbreak, though. If it was, if you remember? It yeah, was still... it was. It was heartbreak, but for I guess for a different thing. Like it wasn't for necessarily the the same reasons that my heartbreak's going on now. Like it would be, it would be for like the grief of what the relationship was going to be, like the future, the family. But ideas. That is heartbreak, and heartbreak looks really different. Like yeah. every like heartbreak that I've experienced has been different. Yeah, and the. The relate because the relationships are different, and the reason why you break up is different. So, um, I think you know maybe this is maybe the break the heartbreak you've gone through recently is the heartbreak that made you. Ooh, the heartbreak that made me a little fox given. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, okay, well, I, I, was like, I recognize that. <laughs> Someone's been listening to the podcast. I'm the a homework. fan, guys. I'm a fan. <laughs> 
I just I want to hear like some other people's experience and like stories because I feel like I like the listeners they know my story mm. they know like kind of the way that I dealt with things um but what they don't know is like what well, I mean, they might not relate to how I went through it, but they might relate to how you guys went through yours. I mean, I I would say I've only really had one, like one, and that was like my first girlfriend. Mm. And um, I mean, like that relationship was cool in the beginning, but the way that it kind of like came about wasn't actually like good. Like the way it came around is like not how you want to start a relationship because it was basically came around like infidelity. Uh-oh. I mean, she wasn't married or anything like that. That was actually my last one. Yeah. Oh, 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 God. Oh, oh, God. Yeah. But I was just, like, young and dumb. It's like, because it, like, this is going to sound so dumb, and like, for our adults. Like, our adult minds are going to be like, well, that's just stupid. But the way that I saw it in my head, I was just like, I think it was like I just, like, lost my virginity. I was like, I don't know, like, 18 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And And I was just, like, in that. Like you, I don't know, like what it is for you guys. Just like when you like when I was from Virginia, like you just want to like, you just want to dagger everything in it. Do you know what I mean? You just want to, you just want to like, <laughs> I want to dagger everything. You just want to, you just want to taste everything in it. You want to just have a go. So like, I just, I just was like, I just saw this girl, and I was just like, I worked with her at the time, and she had a boyfriend. But I don't know, if, I don't even know why. It was kind of like I decided to just ignore him. Not even like it was anything <laughs> against him or anything like that. It was just like, oh, I, just, I just was like, oh. You saw something, eyes. you wanted it, so yeah. you went to go get exactly. it. Exactly. I saw there. it. I, yeah. I, I saw the chocolate. I wanted the chocolate, and I got the chocolate. But then it just like, <laughs> it was like that, 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 that should have been a like precursor for like, yo, this is going to end badly. Mm. Ah. And then, so it was nice. And then it was like literally just before I was about to go to uni. And then it just like became this whole stressful, toxic thing. Oh, no. And it was just a bit mad. Yeah, it was actually just a bit mad. And then, um, but it was like, I mean, I would have said like, even to now, I would have been like, like I, I've like, your first love is like different, isn't it? Like, mm. it hits. It, it is yeah, it's different. It's so you're just like, rah, it's, you're like the, 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 you know when you're just like in your head you're like man I want to give you all of me but it's like you know giving someone all of you just no, sometimes isn't the best in no. it you need to give them like sure like you can give them 100% of your romantic self but it's like of that side of you if you want to but like everything mm. is just a bit too much you know what I mean and it just like we just couldn't navigate we couldn't communicate you know and it was just like really difficult and tough and then just yeah. was like ended really messy then yeah Oof. and messy breakups are probably even harder to deal with when it comes to heartbreak because you yes. have so much else to deal with it's not only like a bad like situation where you're arguing or there's anger like mm. there's also the pain there as well how did you like what what happened with the heartbreak did you like how did you get through that Oh man, you know what? Yeah, it's actually quite salacious because I I've always had really good gut instincts since I was a kid. Like I've always mm-hmm. like even before I understood what it was like, I just always had a feeling about a thing or a person yeah. or a situation, and I was like, my gut's telling me I shouldn't be here. I need to move. Or my gut's telling me that if I do this thing, it could be good, but it'll be stressful or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of always suspected that like there were people around us who maybe kind of like their intentions were not always what they seemed like, you know, like if they had designs or if they wanted to like, you know, they're like, okay, that person's okay. And I just thought, oh, cool. I think this friend is someone who you should be cautious of because I think they, this is how they feel about you. And, you know, during our breakup, it was like, it's it's so long because basically 
I basically helped them get a job together because we were all working like in a retail shop. But then it was like I was like going to uni. Doing who, my thing. Wait, who are you helping getting a job? So I was helping my ex girlfriend and my friend at this time. Was she uh, your girlfriend at the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Did I not yeah. make that part clear? Was it? Oh, you were still together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, long and short of it was because of everything that I did to help them both, they ended up getting closer together. So they got together. But when we kind of like basically like we we like man we had been we were together like maybe three and a half years and we were like on and off like more times than a light do you know what I mean it was wow. crazy and it was like coming to the end of it we were kind of like seeing each other but, but we were still trying and um, I basically like those I think it was like one New Year's I basically went to all my friends I was like guys guys I'm gonna say this now this is weird and then you're gonna call me crazy but it's weird I think these two are gonna go are gonna get together yeah. And everyone was like, nah, you're chatting. Can I swear? Yeah. They're like, nah, you're chatting shit. Nah, it's not <laughs> happening. He would never do that to you. And then... And then um, <laughs> was it like, did it, did it hurt? Like when that happened? Like, and how did you... Like, what did you do, I guess, when you finally left your ex? Oh, man. I mean... It was kind of weird because it was like... It sounds, this is going to sound so weird, but it was like, when... I like figured it out and then all of these and then it finally came to like the conclusion and it was like it came out it was like it felt valid it was like it was kind of bittersweet because it felt good because it was like I I showed all my friends that I wasn't crazy mm. yeah. because I sussed it because I just like even like it was like years before even that like years before you could just that, see I something. could just yeah I could just see something and I just like but it was like I never like I never mentioned it I just kind of was a bit like I went against my whole being, which is like impulsive, react immediately. Like, whereas like, I was a bit like, let me just be smart about this because you're just going to look crazy. You know, like that's when like, I was like hitting that stage, you know, like when you're, you're, you're no longer a child and you're kind of like thrust into the adult world and you have to yeah. change the way you think, because if you move reckless, it just means like you just look bad and yeah. it's just easy to then go, did like to like gaslight you be like look see that's why I did it because you were like this or you were like that or whatever yeah. innit and and um I just I, I, I felt good but then it was like I, I realised that I suppressed so much of like the hurt and the feelings that it was like I would wake up and I'd be like screaming and oh, and stuff like wow. it was honestly the weirdest thing because it was it was like I decided to just like not go the conventional way about it. It sounds a bit weird, like deciding emotionally how you deal with stuff, but I guess I didn't. I just buried it. Yeah. I just buried it. Yeah. And it I, sounds like you were just trying to, like, not, yeah, not deal with the fear of it. Yeah. But what, what do you think it would have looked like if you had brought it up to your girlfriend and your friend at the time? Well, the thing is, though, w- at this at this point, so when I actually found out, like we were like we had like separated, mm-hmm. and uh. so when I actually found out, and like my friend told me, like, hey, I just called her, and I was like, hey, can we talk? And I just basically I just said how I felt. I was just like, mm. like, I kind of because she was surprised that I <clears throat> knew, and I was like, we talking about? I like, literally mentioned it to you, like maybe like six seven months ago like that I yeah. thought something was up and and she said at that time nothing had happened and I was just a bit like either you're lying or you're blind was having that conversation with her like quite a good closure for the pain that you were feeling or did it yeah did it help mm, kind <laughs> of kind of I mean I think that's when I realized that you know when you break up with someone yeah they don't owe you shit 
Yeah. They don't owe you. They don't. They don't owe you like. They don't owe you. They don't have to tell you when they moved on. They don't have to be there to entertain your feelings. They don't have to help Mm -hmm. you go through your processes. And it was like, because it was was around the time when like you know Instagram was coming around and like you know like Twitter and whatever. And then like you just check. Like I would just check. Like check a page like a thousand times or like you know. Yeah, I really relate to that. And also a friend that I was talking to that was also going through the same thing we were on social media so much like so addicted to it because like it was just like i don't know whether it's like a form of distraction or yeah it probably is just it's definitely a distraction no it was like i was torturing myself man but you do that though were you looking at what she was doing yeah i was just trying to see i was like just trying to see what she was doing oh i see what you mean because it's like basically like it's like externally i was just being really like noble and really gracious about it but internally i was like Bits, so that, mean, that's the experience that i've had as well like yeah i think one like my first I sp- my first proper proper heartbreak yeah yeah it was probably like um yeah quite a few years ago and like me and my boyfriend at the time like we had had like this really great relationship mm-hmm. we were like kind of besties and stuff um and and i've always been like super relaxed like i've never really been like, if you're going to cheat, you're going to cheat at the end of the day, like, you know, but I'm not going to put rules in place and say you can't be friends with this person and you can't do that because, yeah, yeah, I know that that would never work my way around as well. And I've actually had a boyfriend <clears throat> who tried that stuff with me before and I was just like, sorry, dude. <laughs> no, you've got never. to trust each other. Yeah. Not today, yeah. Yeah, like, like it's just never, it's never going to work. So, you know, I, it was always like a really, I'm still I'm like quite a relaxed kind of person in a relationship. Yeah. Um, and yeah, my boyfriend he was a musician and he went on tour. She, all right. <laughs> stress, <laughs> stress yeah. already. Yeah. yeah. Musician <laughs> and tour. Okay. <laughs> That's what everyone said. But at the time I was just a bit like, Oh, okay, cool, sweet, you're going on tour, like do your thing kind of thing. And I think because I was like doing my thing as well and I just was just super supportive about it and it just never really that never really crossed my mind. Um and then a friend of mine sadly passed away mm-hmm. um, just before he went on tour. And that was kind of like rocked our whole friendship group and kind yeah. of everyone around us. And it was just really, it was just, it was a lot. It was so, so heavy to deal with and just shook us all to our core. Um, and then he went away, came back after a few weeks. Um, you know, we had the funeral. It was really sad. And then yeah. he went away again, but this time was for much longer. Um, and within I was like you know I de- grief and death kind of shake me quite deeply and I find it really difficult to kind of move on from it yeah um, and I think especially when someone's a young person as well like it just seems so confusing and it was quite a sudden death as well you needed uh, that support at that time exactly and he was checking in on me you know he was on the other side of the world in China and stuff but he was checking in on me we were I ended up doing a, a job where um, I was working on a documentary where I had to work at night so yeah. we were actually on the same time um so so we would talk quite a lot like while I was kind of like at work and stuff um and then I started to notice that he was starting to like drop off a little bit Mm. and what do you mean by drop off like the messages were becoming a bit fewer you know and it was like oh sorry babe I'm just like so busy out here and it's like okay cool but the kind of morning babe messages stopped or Mm -hmm. the you know like oh we're just like moving to from this hotel to that hotel that kind of stopped yeah um and I just you know was like okay cool whatever um 
but I knew something wasn't quite right. Gut feelings. Yeah, gut feelings. You know, gut feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and then, honestly, crush the gut. I even then had a dream as well. Um, I had a dream that I was, so I was rearranging our bedroom and I dreamt that I showed him the bedroom yeah. and then he showed me this girl that he was then with and I was like oh Shit. okay yeah and the next morning when I woke up and it was like a Saturday or something um and I was talking to him but he was really like agitated and like pissed off and just seemed really short with me and I couldn't quite when I was like are you all right and he was just like, yeah, just, um, you know, um, I was just like really busy out here, you know. And I was like, oh, well, I haven't heard from you. Well, I can't talk to you all the time and stuff. And it's it, mm. lots of... A lot of time when there's anger involved, it's because something... Guilt. Yeah, it's exactly. Guilt. They've done something yeah. wrong. It's guilt. Um, and I was just like, well, I don't know why you're being a dickhead, but please fuck off. Yeah. And um he well, that's just... a really diplomatic way of doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is my weekend and you're not gonna ruin it. Bye. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah, because I think we were talking on FaceTime and I can just see him like stressing and like running his hands through his hair and stuff. And you know, I was just like, I don't know what's going on with you right now, but like no. But I knew. I knew. Mm-hmm. Like I, I knew. And then I then didn't talk to him. I didn't reach out. I didn't message, and um, I didn't say anything. And then that takes so much control as well. But I just no. But I'm quite. I just. I felt like I just was like I've checked out a little bit. Right. Um, yeah. I'm. I'm here, and like he in there. London. Yeah. Right. And he's over there. Whatever's going on over there, I can't control. So I'm just going to crack on with my life here. Mm-hmm. I was sad. Don't get me wrong. Like I was sad and I was down, but like there wasn't anything I could do about it until he had told me. Or, or, you know, like he could confirm that, that gut feeling. And I wasn't going to accuse him either. Yeah. So I just was, I just left him. And then I don't think I spoke to him on the next day, the Sunday. And then the Monday morning, he sent me a message just saying, oh, hey, really sorry. We haven't been able to talk. Um, just been so busy here, but let's catch up like later or something. Yeah. Later came and went. <clears throat> Nothing happened. And, and he's your boyfriend at this point. He's my boyfriend of two and a half years at this point. Um, yeah. Hmm. And... <clears throat> I can't remember what day it was, but I woke up. I'd done like a night shift and I woke up and it was, yeah, I just, I was like, something's not right. And I messaged him and I was like, we need to talk. He was like, yeah, we should talk. Um, yeah. And then he... Sorry, what a little pussy. No, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he then said, I said, what's, something's wrong. He goes, I've met someone. No, and I said, you've met someone, haven't you? And he goes, yes. And I was like, get the fuck on, like, FaceTime now. It was so shocking as well. Mm. Basically, he said that he had slept with this girl. um, And now they're going to be together. Oh, fuck. What? Right. So it wasn't like... Why did he not just say, hey, I don't think it's working out? Right. And just, like, yeah. you know, just, just, like, just have, just save you. I know, like, oh I know God. I said earlier, like, they don't owe you shit. No, but, but the, like... yeah, he, it, trust me, it, it gets messier. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it gets messier. So it was like, wait, what? And it was just super confusing. And also then he didn't want to talk to me. He was like, I've got to go. Bye. That conversation lasted less than 10 oh. minutes. 
Which is actually the worst because when right. you're going through um, a situation like a heartbreak, you need to talk it through. You need quite, like, my whole world has just been spun. Yeah. Like, sorry, what do you mean that yeah. you slept with one girl once and now you're together and now you're on the other side of the world? And like, what? Also, she's Chinese. What, are you moving to China now? Mm-hmm. Is this what's happening? Because you know you have to come back to England. Right. Yeah, <laughs> to, to our flats where you live. as well. Yeah. Oh my God, you lived together. Yeah. <laughs> so- oh. <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, that conversation ended abruptly. Um, and I was just, yeah, I was devastated. I, you know, messaged all my friends and stuff. And mm. um, it was, yeah, everyone just basically like rallied around me, called me. I then had to like go to work that same night and I was just like a bit of a mess and in the end like my friends my friends basically covered for me and they were like just go home like this is this is insane you need to go home Mm -hmm. um every day and night I was basically like on Instagram because this is again when Instagram was like right kind of it wasn't as big as it was but you know people were kind of like on it we didn't have stories and stuff yeah but he would post like (sighs) various bits and bobs of like you know him going between places what city he was in and stuff and because he wouldn't talk to me that was like my only and then I was on like whatsapp all the time to see when he would be online you know and looking at when the message has been delivered and when it's been read and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff and like I just I remember one night I just didn't sleep at all I was just like awake awake and I would I stopped eating as well I'm not very good when I'm really like depressed or down I don't I'm not I can't eat yeah I went through stages of not being yeah it's not very good as well because at the end of the day like what am I like ruining my health for like exactly like honestly like it's really just stupid um but you just feel so low and I, I struggle with being like ignored yeah like if you really want like rile me up like ignore me like, <laughs> you know what i yeah. will I lose like my girls, shit <laughs> i feel like girls hate that like that's what like, it's so rude in the past i've done that like whenever like my girlfriends or girls i've seen have really annoyed me i'm really good i'm really good at ignoring people i'm so oh. good at it so i just like i'm just like boom off and they're just like they just get so angry yeah. and i'm like yeah, it is the you, most annoying like, now you got thing a taste it's infuriating, oh, but I'm also very good at ignoring as well. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool, you're done, bye. But yeah, I don't like it the other way around. Yeah. Especially when it's like, I'm like, it's not my fault. Like, I I wasn't the dickhead in this situation. So right. I, yeah, but... It's that weird, like, time when we do get all a bit obsessive. We do get crazy. Yes. Like, heartbreaks make us act in ways that we would never really act in. And But the interesting thing, what you said about that is I was very... I was very aware that I didn't want to become that crazy girl. Right. I think we all have that yeah. in our heads, though. We're like, so oh, no, I don't become that stereotype. I, right. So I then retreated... And mm. you know, everyone was like, "God, you're so graceful, and you're, just, you're <laughs> dealing with this with such dignity and stuff." And like you were saying, Taylor and stuff, you know. But inside, you are literally falling apart. And it, yeah, I was not okay. I remember I didn't really want to talk to my mum as well because I didn't want her to hear like how much I was struggling, like in yeah. my voice. So I wouldn't. I'd, I'd speak Aww. to her really briefly and stuff, and be like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, bye." you know but not really actually engaging conversation she knew what had happened but drawing away basically yeah but everyone was still rooting for him everyone was like he's going to sort this out don't like no yeah everyone was like look he's he's gonna he's gonna come through he's actually gonna sort this that out that is not helpful advice yeah and so i was like okay he'll sort this out he'll sort this out and then it just became more and oh, more God. apparent 
that it wasn't going to get sorted out. And then after a while, I just was like, okay, cool. So yeah, we're done. Yeah. And it's kind of over. Um, this, this is kind of making sense for like the advice that you gave me after like my heartbreak where you're just like you are so like blunt and like real and like this is probably like the end like now hearing your story yeah. like it makes so much sense because you're like I'm not gonna give you false hope basically because no. false hope is false hope's not gonna help anyone it doesn't and it also it just keeps you up at night and yeah. like sends you yeah, into this like oh maybe this can happen and maybe that can happen and maybe, yeah. no actually how about deal with life as it is right now yeah and the reality is is that as of like that moment we were not together we were not 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 in a good place and I wasn't in a good place and I needed to really look after myself Mm -hmm. and have my friends and people around me kind of help me through that um which they were like after a while they were just like okay yeah this is you know you need to actually because I I just dropped so much weight in like space of like two weeks I just like dropped like half a stone it was just gone and and everyone was like okay yeah like you can't retreat like this especially because I'm the one that's like gets everyone together and is really like loud and and really sociable and fun and stuff and then Mm. my friends seeing me retreat that way I remember my friend say she was like like after the time she was like yeah you can't do that again by the way (laughs) like she was like that was quite scary for all of us because like you're not that person who does that which is actually in itself quite a lot of pressure yes um to to kind of put on but i kind of at the same time do understand what she meant in terms of like just that just became my the heartbreak became my world basically yeah it does it does it completely becomes the world i mean i've made a whole fucking podcast about it i used to do the whole blunt thing but then i realized like for me like i'm someone who like i like it like I like I like um, direct advice because I like I don't really like entertain the bullshit in it. I, yeah. I never beat around the bush in it. Do you know what I mean I get to the root. I never play with the leaves. Um, <laughs> and, play with what? the leaves. And and um, so I just make stuff up with, like <laughs> like when I'm on it. But I'm very here for it. Typically, you get it. Um, but yeah, like because some people can take the the like, really like uncensored advice mm-hmm. and some people just need to like some people can't just get it out because it's yeah. like that's what I realised like, I think that the best thing that I realised like, I had to I like I basically became a recluse I didn't want to speak to anyone I just yeah. needed to like mm-hmm. go through it and and if that meant like looking at her page a thousand times a day mm. then I was going to do it but then I told myself tomorrow it'll be 99 I mean it'll be 999 and then mm-hmm. the next day, 998, and then so on and so forth. And I was just a bit like, because you can tell someone what they should do, yeah? And obviously, if we were robots, we would do it, yeah? <laughs> But yeah. We're, we're like multifaceted people who are complex. And, you know, we need to just go through the motion. And if that is like talking about it a thousand times, trying to text that person. And it's like, you can yeah. you can obviously be like, hey man, <laughs> like, I think you should stop, but I know you're not gonna because you're, it's fresh and it's raw yeah. and, and and it's emotional and, and mm. you want to do it. So like, I'm always a bit like, I'm always a bit like, because it was like, I remember at that time I talked about heartbreak so much that like now I just like, this is the first time I've really talked about heartbreak. I hate talking about it just because I'm just like, I did it so much, yeah. yeah. Then I like went through it so much because you know when I was like, oh, I suppressed it? Mm. And then it was like, I didn't 
overcome heartbreak as quickly as I should have because I didn't deal with it. I just like suppressed yeah, it and it meant that, it away. Yeah, I pushed it away and it just meant that like it just took longer. It just took ages and I was yeah. just like so sick of it that I was like I didn't want to entertain it. So like any conversations like it was a bit me and any conversations where like my like when my friends were talking about it, I just kind of would like move away because I just yeah. didn't really want to entertain it because I was a bit like you kinda need to just go through what you're gonna do like if yeah just not just just not anything dangerous not anything dangerous is gonna hurt the person involved the the person the person's family anything like that or yourself it's just like you know just do what you need to do but i'm like you i didn't sleep i was drinking loads i wasn't really eating you Mm -hmm. know i was just like i just yeah i just I, i kind of just became like a like like kind of stoic kind of down yeah like stoicness and and what you said before about being quite numb as well like that's the thing i am really interested to like this is kind of putting to you both like how can we not be so hard on ourselves when we go through heartbreaks i think we've all said about how we've you know we stopped eating or you know we've drank or there's some sort of abuse like self-abuse yeah that happens and i don't know why we feel like we have to beat like ourselves up when it comes to pain but it's it's you know what it is it's feeling the pain physically you're like i'm going through all this stuff mentally and now i want to it's like you you're like how can i feel this pain and i can feel this pain through hunger like that's that's physically like a pain that you go through i can feel it through not sleeping i can feel it through not like not doing the things that make me happy like that's the only way i don't i don't yeah i don't necessarily think because i don't i feel like it's just those for me like those receptors just switch off so i wouldn't even say that i am hungry and going i'm just not good it's like i am just you can't look after yourself yes you know and actually if there were some things that you know okay your relationship is starting to go downhill but that doesn't mean that you have to yeah what what, i guess what's like what are some self-care things that people could do to like look after themselves a bit more if it's like or maybe if if in terms of like friends or friends go okay like you know i can hear that things aren't doing too good like are you looking after yourself you know yeah I think it does. I think friends could be like so beneficial when it comes to heartbreak. I know that like we all do like we 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 go away from like the people helping us definitely yeah. and we're like I don't want to take your help right now cuz actually I just want to feel the pain. Mm. But it almost takes your friends being a little bit pushy and being like hey, I'm going to do this. I'm coming around. I'm bringing pizza. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, that's we're what my friends do yoga. did as well. Mm-hmm. They really, they're like checking up on the checking phone. Up. They drag me out. They're like, look, we're gonna go to grab some brunch. I was like, cool. And it's like, yeah, because I noticed that you haven't been eating, so like, we're gonna eat now. Yeah, and I think also it's about like advice that isn't gonna make you feel even worse about yourself. Like, I think there's a there's a time and a place for like that blunt advice, but th- there's it's really important to like. So basically, like when someone's going through like a, a heartbreak, that is their child self. Like you mm. need to treat that person like a child. So true. And you would never just tell a tra- child like, "I'm sorry," like he just never really liked you, or like, <laughs> yeah, or like like a shit. <laughs> I think like when when I was going through my heartbreak, and mm. you like Lou, you gave me some advice and I remember at the time like you you were quite like blunt and stuff and I think in my like fragile state at that point I was just like 
oh, like I know like that this mm. is like it's like I know that I need to hear this but like do I need to hear this is this helping is this like hurting yeah. me even more I think, and I couldn't figure it out I think because I felt like I wasn't blunt initially mm. I was like very like I'm gonna listen to yeah MBA, and then and then you're like you're not getting out of this slump so yeah yeah that's what it was I was like <laughs> I've been the understanding friend and yeah. I've been the, the friend who's like let you kind of say the things over yeah. and over again and, and we've had this conversation 20 million times <laughs> and fuck. every morning around breakfast time and then lunch <laughs> and, then, you know, and that and you know and, and good because that's how, but that's how it happens oh, with heartbreak no. though because but that's the thing with heartbreak you have to do that and you, ha- yeah. and, you know and it is can be a bit dull if you're the person that's not going through it but at the same time when you yeah. are going through it you want that friend who is just going to listen to you ramble on and on and on you, really do. you do you need it yeah, you it do. gets a bit it gets a bit on top don't it, 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 does. it gets yeah. like, like, shut up I've got no I've got no more advice I, here yeah but then, yeah it's actually hard being the friend in this it situation yeah you've got to have patience and I've definitely really learned do. patience isn't necessarily um it's something that I've learned over the years for yeah. sure um yeah. but I felt like I had to just actually revert back to my natural self <laughs> What does that mean? Which is be blunt. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And tell it like it is because I felt like there was, you were placing hope in something that wasn't actually showing you hope. Yeah, yeah. That's a really good point. That's actually a really good point because as a friend, you do like, we've all been through heartbreak and we've all been like either the person experiencing it or we've we've been the friend that's listening. And there is a a point where you're just like, you're not you're 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 like you hear them trying to kind of like it's becoming slightly delusional yeah yeah like, yeah and you're just slightly. like you're like no man you're like no no like you like that's when yeah actually you know what it sounds it sounds like yeah like you played it right it was like you know you were gentle and gentle and gentle and then as soon as <laughs> and then like as soon as as soon as you're you like, started becoming delusional it was this. just like no like you're imagining this now like no you have to stop because yeah. it's like because then you because i feel like there's a sweet spot where like you can not you specifically, but where mm. people can fall into this kind of like self-pity delusional yeah. thing. Yeah. And it's just like, I feel like when you fall into that, it makes it so much harder to, yeah. to, yes. to get yeah. out of yes. A couple of people were saying to me, like, look, it's not that he... It's because it was the whole thing that it was just like, you know, like, it's not you. Like, I'm just not ready for a relationship, blah, blah, blah. And like a lot of people... um, not a lot. I think it was just like two people that were just like, actually, it's it's not that he doesn't want a relationship. It's that he doesn't want a relationship with you. And I like, I took this and I was just like, just something about this isn't sitting right with me. Mm. And um, so I like, I asked one of my friends um, and I'm just going to read out his advice because it was really like, it made me think of that in, in a, like a completely different way. And I think that's something that people say to people like, like going through heartbreaks and like breakups quite a lot. That it's just like, look, like just get out of it. It's like that whole film. Um, what was it? What's that film? It's, he's just not that into you. Oh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So my friend said, so I just said, people say that if a guy is actually into someone, they would just get into a relationship. And then he said, I don't believe that stuff. I don't know if I've ever really fully walked into a relationship willingly, but I've always wanted to be with my partners. I just think that people are complicated. I don't know if it's that black and white. Um, He said, I think often women just say that to themselves because they don't understand men's thought processes. 
Like, it's really easy just to say if he wanted to, he would, because it gives the man all the power. But I don't know. I think sometimes people regret not being with people. That's, yeah. And what really, like, what really interested me about what he said was that, like, us saying that to ourselves does give that partner the power in the situation. 100%. And that is not, that's not where we should be at. We should be taking all the power why, think, why are yeah. we giving it back to and them? I, I think it's also really interesting. I think from, you know, a, a male's perspective, it's, you know, as, as women, we do kind of, you know, say, oh, I think because guys, when a lot of our experiences with guys are that when they like you, they have you. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it seems very straightforward and quite direct. Mm-hmm. And so then when then it's all the other, word. yeah, complications kind of come into it, it seems well. Oh, okay. We well, actually, what it is is that you actually just didn't want mm-hmm. me, and the idea that actually that they're exploring their own emotions around yeah. it and are confused doesn't sometimes come into the narrative because yeah. that's not actually the narrative of society or the narrative yeah. that society pushes. Even if you know that the person that you're seeing is someone who's quite in touch with their emotions yeah. and is emotionally intelligent, we somehow sometimes just shut that bit off mm. completely. And I think that comes from the hurt of it, really, yeah. because it's actually just a bit easier to go, well, you know what? Yeah, if he really wanted to be with me, he would be with me. And this is kind of like wasting yeah. my time. But or then that feeds into the like the biggest thing that we all think during heartbreaks, which is I'm not good enough. For of that course. Person. Yeah, of course. Which is so like, it's, it's just, just so sad because yeah. you're always good enough. Yeah, but rejection, people don't take rejection that well. I and mean, who does? It's yeah. hard. <laughs> Nobody. It is, no, but it can be hard, but it's also. You, you ha- I feel like you have to remove yourself from that thing as yeah. well. Like, and, and I think there is always this idea of, of things like working out, quote yeah. unquote. Like, what does working out actually mean? Like, if you've with someone for like three months or five years, but then you still broke up, did it not work out? Did it work out? Like, what does that mean? That you have to be together forever and ever and ever? Yeah, does we that need to mean... step away from that, from right. that it, whole it, structure, really. Exactly. And actually, so therefore, if, you know, your relationship or the time that you were seeing someone or you were close to someone lasted six months and it's now ended and yeah it's really awful and it's sad and because you're going to miss this person and that's really what a lot of it comes down to is the fear of missing that person yeah. um is is that actually try to spin it as much as you can i know it's so hard in that time to be like look we had a really good run we had exactly. a, we had a really nice time or you know if it did get quite difficult towards the end be like look okay it got difficult but this is what I've learned about myself. And it's a learning. It's such a big learning. Like when you're with someone, you learn so much about yourself. I mean, you learn yeah. about yourself when you're single. It's and growth. You know, it's growth either way at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously there are all different kinds of ways that, you know, people kind of break up and stuff. And there are people hurt people as yeah. well. And that can be difficult to move past yeah. on, on top of everything else. What about when people just like, they actually just realise that they're friends. That must be really weird. Yeah. Because it's like... I've never had that before. That must, that must be... I've definitely, like, kind of just gone... Or, like, fallen out of love with yeah. someone. I'm weird and just been like, yeah, we're never actually having sex again. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and then being like, yeah, the relationship's kind of over. But I've never just been like, oh, we're just friends. If, if I... If I <laughs> you know, I was just like... <laughs> Put it away. Put it away. Stop it. Stop You're it. naked. Yeah. I can't see you yeah. naked. Like, oh my God. 
if I stayed in my long relationship, I I've, I think that's where it would have gone. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, but to wrap up this episode, yeah. I could talk about this forever with you guys. Yeah. But like, what are our like best practical tips? I think what I would say is look after yourself okay don't forget the nice things and the things that you like pamper yourself pamper yourself in whichever way that looks and try not to abuse yourself as much Mm -hmm. as you can um write down every day the things that you're grateful for in your life and write down every day the things that you like to do for yourself um i would also say is then try to remember the good times or the good things in that relationship or experience that you went through and then the things that you can take away from it just every day just something small um that could potentially like just help you in the long run and don't stop talking about it like find a friend find 10 friends you know every time you want to message that but that was the best advice that one of my best friends have given me when i was like broken up from someone and I was really upset and I was like you know so used to talking to them all the time oh yeah and yeah and she was like look every time you want to send him a message just send it to me yeah and that even if I don't get the thing you can just send it to me it's fine and I did that and that just helped so much just find the friend and every time you want to send the ex a message send it to that friend yeah that's really really good yeah that is good advice <laughs> i feel like i feel like i feel like even like especially boys like like even like even if you don't admit it like you all kind of low-key try that stuff like or you just like, <laughs> or you just like write it down on paper and you're just like okay cool. <laughs> but yeah i mean i don't know like because it's like i don't i don't really feel like there was for me like because i think it's inevitable that you are gonna torture yourself mm. and I just think like it's kind of to your point where it's just like you're gonna like you you just need to talk and feel it out yeah. of you. Like, you do need yeah, to yeah, feel yeah. It. you have to feel it. Yeah. Don't push it away. Yeah, feel all the things. Because bro, mm-hmm. it comes back and it comes back weird, and you're just like, why am I waking up screaming? This is a, what? Why? What? What? Why am I drinking so much? What? Do you know what I mean? It's just like all these odd behaviors. Yeah. Like, it's just so strange. But yeah, I don't know. I like. I just feel like you just have to let yourself feel it, and it's just like you. I feel it's because it's like I know you're just like advice, but I just feel like don't f- like fight it or like you know yeah. just like just just feel, feel it. the thing. Yeah, just yeah. feel it because like if you feel it sooner, then you can get over, get over it quicker. It. Um, but yeah, because because like the the looking after yourself, like writing the things. Uh, I feel like when you're in that state, you're just like. I feel like after a certain amount of time is when you can start mm. then going, actually, oh, yeah, these are good moments. These are good moments. These are good moments. Yeah. And then, like, a lot of the time, you're just like, you're like, you're like going from, I fucking love you to you fucking hate you. <laughs> I, yeah. I fucking hate you. you but write those like, down, though. Like, if you, if you journal that, those feelings, mm. I do think so. Because also, it's quite nice to, like, look back at, like, how yes. you, you've kind of so progressed I as did well. video I, journals, and they yes. were so handy. Because I, I don't really like writing. I think quite a lot of people might find it really hard writing down mm. things. But, like, just set your webcam up on your computer. Have, like, a fo- like, little folder, a video journal folder. And literally just talk to yourself. Like, talk it out. I used to talk it out for about 20 minutes at a time. Just, like, this has happened, blah, 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 and it's making me feel like... Like this and like I don't know why blah 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 and it's just really helpful just to get it all out and also yeah. you're not burdening like friends with every single thing like again and again and again and again in it because me I'm a talker so I will talk to <laughs> everyone everyone and anyone in it I will just talk about it but then yeah. you know when you said that you did the video vlog thing it just made me think of like Star Trek and like the captain's <laughs> like, 
Captain's log. Well, you know what? You know what? Like, because obviously this is such a weird year with the pandemic and stuff. I will probably look back at these videos and be like, wow, look, this was back in the time when we went through a global pandemic. Might have my kids around me like, look, mummy went through a global pandemic. Like, it's just going to be this weird little time capsule. I love that. Oh, one other piece of advice as well that I'd like to kind of yeah. go on is um, this is what I think I said to a friend many, many years ago and then she reminded it, reminded me of it as well. I said, you know, she was like, will this feeling ever go away? Like, yeah. it's awful. And I said, you were fine before him and you'll be fine after him too. 100%. You know what? It's mad because I remember like when I was going through it, my mum, she, this woman, when I say this woman never gives her opinion on like anything, yeah. like she's, she's just like, you know what? You just got to live in it. She's like, you got to live your life and just experience and learn for your stuff. And then that's like, it got to the point where like, she was even like, yo, big man. <laughs> she was like, big man, sort this out. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, when your like parent shows a when side of them mom, that yeah. you've never mm-hmm. seen of them ever. And you're just like, okay something needs to change yeah. because this is like not good yeah also like use your parents if you can yeah like get them to help use the, like the parent card be like actually you know what can you come like chill with me for a bit and like help me feel better yeah I, I think that's sometimes okay yeah sometimes parents are just a bit blunt though sometimes parents are just like look everyone experiences heartbreak you'll get over it <laughs> i'm just like yeah but right now i want to like eat lots of pizza and ice cream and have you like cuddle yes. me and they're like yeah we can do that but also yeah you know what did you expect you know did oh, you do God. the uh, yeah you get a bit too practical with it <laughs> can i just say i love the gym phase like after you yeah. break up because every like, guy goes through the gym phase i went guy. through the gym phase because, like, not, yeah, like, this, not this year but like, like after like the last everyone goes through the gym phase because then like, all of a sudden it's like it's like it's like you're like you're feeling better slightly Revenge because you're body. like you're like doing it and then like all of a sudden you're like in you're like in another situation and you're just like huh? you're like, <laughs> yesterday I was crying in my room and then now I'm in the gym and then now I'm on a date you're just like, <laughs> that's so funny I don't crazy. actually ever go through the gym phase for me I dance it out okay. dance yes yeah. yeah. yeah, that is oh, technically a gym phase so I just, I'll go out nights out for dancing put the music on yeah. and dance it away yeah that's, that's my yeah. gym phase okay well we're gonna have to wrap this because we have been talking for bloody wrap it up. ages wrap it up. we could literally go on like all night I yeah, swear easy. but thank you so much for coming on it's Thanks been so nice <laughs> I don't know about you but I really enjoyed hearing my friends own experiences of heartbreak and hearing about different situations that are totally different to the way I went through my situation and seeing like how different everyone's breakups, heartbreaks, situations are and like the way that that then affects your heartbreak in a different way. But then also like seeing all the parallels in how we were all dealing with our heartbreaks and how all all of our heartbreaks basically could use the same advice. Like we could all benefit from exactly the same things, which is kind of nice to sort of recognize after recording all of these podcast episodes to know that like, actually the, the, we can all use the same advice, no matter what our situation was, no matter how our breakup was, how we're grieving, what the grief was, like all of these tips 
will help. To be fair, like I think all of these tips and advice helps for any trauma or any form of grief that we're going through. And it's not even just heartbreak at the end of the day. So I hope that like everyone that is listening to this podcast who isn't heartbroken has also got something out of it. And I think even if you're not going through any trauma, any grief or anything, we can all take this advice to love ourselves and look after ourselves a little bit better. I was really struggling with the blunt advice from friends, but having had that conversation, it made me understand where the blunt advice comes from. And it comes from a place that is like, yeah, they want to shake you because you're starting to veer off or you're putting too much like hope on the shoulders of this this person like to come back or whatever and you do actually need someone to be like hey look you are like what you're feeling is slightly delusional and it's not actually benefiting you in the way that you think it is and actually sometimes you do need to hear the hard truth or even if it's not the truth it's just a piece of blunt advice that will sort of shake you a little bit to be like, hey, look, this this is what's going on now and we need to deal what's going on now. And we can't fall in love with the potential because actually I saw this quote on Instagram the other day. It was just like, don't fall in love with potential. And I think that kind of, I think that, re- that really resonates with me as well because I'm always like forward planning, thinking to the future. And let's just deal with our situations as they are currently and not put too much emphasis on what could happen or like what the other person is doing because we need to fix ourselves first we need to heal ourselves first we need the advice at first that is there for us that is listening that is kind and nurturing but yeah if if it starts going on too long if our friends aren't getting through it then we need we need to hear that blunt advice and we need to yeah just hear it how it is So we all need to find that one friend basically that will be there and listen to us and isn't going to judge us, isn't going to just tell us that whoever it was was a fuck boy, a fuck girl. We need that one person that's just going to listen and be there and hold our hand through this. Almost like the episode um, with Layla, spiritual healer, just having all of her friends basically holding her hand, giving her different advice. We need that. And also that tip for like, if you ever feel like you need to reach out to the ex or the person that broke your heart, try reaching out to a friend instead. Like even if it's like, you know, those stupid things that you just think of in the day. Oh, like, oh, I would have, I would have texted them that or I would have wanted to let them know that. Like, let someone else know instead. And it's not going to be the same, but at least you know that you have someone there. Lastly, I just wanted to reflect on our conversation about how we, how can we not abuse ourselves during heartbreak? Because that is something we all end up doing. We don't eat, we stay in bed, we don't exercise we drink, we do bad things to ourselves. And for what? What good does this do to us? It does the opposite of good. It will run us down, our immune systems will go down, our energy will go down, our moods will go down. So what can we really do to stop this from happening? And I think 
that is like not being alone like reaching out to friends for sure thinking about those mindful activities that we can do um get creative like dance do exercise yoga whatever walking just like this is just a reminder to not abuse yourself basically we're going through pain we're going through enough pain like let's give ourselves joy and do things that we want to do and that make us feel good about ourselves like instead of not eating let's go out and eat let's let's make ourselves like our favorite meal instead like let's cook something let's bake a cake let's do something productive um and obviously all this is so much easier said than done but I feel like even just thinking about doing it is the first step so this episode was my last interview with with people for this series and I'm sad. I'm so sad that this journey is coming to an end. Um, I'm going to be doing a wrap-up episode in a couple of weeks in the new year to go back on everything that I have learned through this whole series, through all the people that I have spoken to. And I want to sort of re-go re over like some of the main pointers that have really helped me through my own heartbreak and things that have really, really resonated with me. I want to sort of recap on my own experience and how things have been going and how I'm doing now, you know, because I started this journey as a very heartbroken girl and I can say now that I am not that heartbroken girl anymore. But anyway, I'll stop rambling about this in this episode. I really hope that you all enjoyed this episode, my friends. And if you want to hear more from them, their social media platforms are at Miss Lou Jasmine and Tao T-A-Y-O underscore Yousef. They are both incredible people, so you should definitely go and follow them and check them out. And you will hear me very, very soon. In a couple of weeks, the episode isn't coming next weekend because we've got all the holidays and stuff, but you will hear me very, very soon. And yeah, I just wanted to thank you all for being here and listening and I'd also really love to know how you have been finding the series and what you think of it. What did you take away from all of the episodes and the interviews? Please message me, personal message me, slide into my DMs. I would just really love to know um, more about how this series has helped you if it has at all and I really hope it has. I hope you all really enjoy your holidays, no matter what you are celebrating. I know that this year is difficult and really tough for everyone. So let's make sure to look back at all the advice that we've been given throughout this series and use it as well for self-love and caring for ourselves this winter. You'll hear me very soon in the last outro wrap-up episode. So until then. I 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.